you have your Bibles, let's turn to 1 Thessalonians once again. And I won't, shouldn't be before you too long this evening, but I do want to share something with you. Briefly tonight, amen? All right, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Starting in verse 15. The word of God reads. See that no one repays another with evil for evil. But always seek after that which is good for one another and for all people. Rejoice always. Somebody say rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit Do not despise prophetic utterances, but examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from every form of evil. And now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved completely without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, come, Holy Spirit. Speak to us today, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. uh, Anoint me to preach your word. Help me, God, to communicate clearly what you have. Lord, forgive us for all of our sins. Wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your precious blood. Lord, you are worthy, God. Come and have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand, praise, amen. Praise God. I'm going to talk to you about how to be thankful in every circumstance. And, you know, when we talk about being thankful, it's easy to be thankful during good times in our life. Amen. It's easy to be thankful when things are going good. Amen. When things are looking up. Amen. When we get blessed. But I want to talk to you a little bit about being how to be thankful during difficult times. Because when we look at the scripture here in verse 18, and this is just a little bit hot. When we look at the scripture here in verse 18, Paul says this. He says, in everything give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. In everything give thanks. Amen. Not just the good times. Not just when you're getting blessed. Hello. 
But even in the difficult times, and how many of y'all know if you're going to live a few days on this earth, you're going to go through some difficult times. Hello. You're going to go through some challenges. You're going to go through some ups and downs. But the Bible says that it's the will of God that we give thanks in all circumstances, in all times. Somebody say all times. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about that tonight. Amen. Because there's something about a Christian that should allow us to begin to carry out what this scripture is saying right here and he talks about this being the will of God so real quick is before I get ready to go into my scripture I want you to imagine a man who has lost everything he's lost all of his possessions amen he lost his all of his children and even his health and I want you to think about it and think, how would this man respond to such a tragedy in his life? You know, would he be filled with bitterness? Or would he go insane? Or would he commit suicide? Are y'all with me today? And I want to actually talk to you about a man that this actually happened to, and his name is Job. And I had spoke briefly about him the, uh, uh, on Sunday, but I want, to, I want to dig in this just a little bit deeper, if y'all don't mind tonight. Amen? If you'll turn with me real quick to the book of Job in the first chapter, and I want to read, starting in chapter 1. In verse 1, he says, and the word of God reads, he says, there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless, upright, fearing God, and turning away from evil. Seven sons and three daughters were born to him. His possessions also were 7,000 sheep. 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and very many servants. And that man was the greatest of all the men of the east. And his sons used to go and hold a feast in the house of each one his day. And they would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And when the days of feasting had completed their cycle... Job would send and consecrate them, rising up early in the morning, offering burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, perhaps my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did continually. Verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? And then Satan answered the Lord and said, from roaming about on the earth and walking around on it. And the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? For there is no one like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, fearing God and turning away from evil. And then Satan answered the Lord, 
Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge about him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. But put forth your hand now and touch all that he has and he will surely curse you to your face. Then the Lord said to Satan, behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not put forth your hand on him. So Satan departed from the presence of the Lord. I want to stop right there for just a moment. Amen. God is good. Amen. Now here we look at this situation and life was going really good for brother Job. Are y'all with me today? And as a result, amen, it was easy for him to be thankful in his life. He had a good marriage. His children were healthy. His business was booming. But as we begin to look at this story, just in a matter of minutes, everything had changed in his life. Are y'all with me? God is good, amen. I'm going to go and read to you real quick a little bit further. Verse 13 says, Now on the day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys feeding beside them, and the Sabines attacked and took them. They also slew the servants with the edge of the sword and alone had escaped to tell you. And while he was still speaking, another also came and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I alone have escaped to tell you. And while he was still speaking, another also came and said, The Chaldeans formed three bands and made a raid on the camels and took them and slew the servants with the edge of the sword. And I alone have escaped to tell you. And while he was still speaking, another also came and said, Your sons and your daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And behold, a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house. And it fell on the young people and they died. And I alone have escaped to tell you. Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head. And he fell to the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I shall return there and the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away blessed be the name of the Lord and through all this Job did not sin nor did he blame God are y'all with me today right here within just a matter of minutes everything was going great in Job's life blessed marriage blessed kids blessed business are y'all with me today he was blessed in so many ways and just in a matter of minutes, hello, he lost everything. And then we go into the next few verses in this next chapter. And not only did he lose everything, but then he began to lose his health as well. Are y'all with me today? See, I want to share this with you today because you might ask, well, how could Job be thankful in the midst of such an awful situation? 
Because how many of y'all know sometimes we are going to go through some awful situations? Hello, somebody. But the Bible says it's the will of God that we be thankful in all situations. He said, this is the will of God for your life. God is good, amen? You know, I'm going to read that to you in the New Living Translation real quick. It says, no matter what happens, somebody say, no matter what happens. Always be thankful. So it's clear that God wants us to be thankful in every circumstance. But how can you and I possibly be thankful when life takes a tragic turn for the worse as it did for Job? Well, I'm going to tell you real quick what happened is the key for Job was that he had reached the highest level of thankfulness. Amen. And that doesn't mean that he didn't struggle. Hello, somebody. Because I'm sure he struggled, amen, in this situation. And that's not even to say that he didn't question why. Why is all this happening? Amen. Here we are, we're talking about a righteous man. We're talking about a a man of God. Hello. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen. And even though his faith was challenged, it wasn't destroyed. And when everything was taken from him, Job chose to say these very words. He said, blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello. Are y'all with me today? This is, this is what we just read in this scripture. He says here, blessed be the name of the Lord. And it goes on to say, and through all this, Job did not sin nor blame God. Now, I want to talk to you real quick about three levels of thankfulness. Amen. And the first one, if you'll put my point up on the screen is, Being thankful when you are blessed. Anybody blessed in here? See, one thing about it is Satan thought that Job was faithful to God only because God had blessed him. Satan thought that if Job's blessings were taken away, that Job would actually curse God. And not only is that what Satan thought, but that's also what Job's wife thought. Amen. And that's what she said that he should do. For she told him this. She said, curse God and die. Now, I want you to look at this for a minute because there's a lot of people that have the attitude of Satan and Job's wife. Hello. They're thankful in the good times, but not in the bad times. If God gives them blessings... They will thank him. But if God allows bad things to happen to them, they will curse him. Are y'all with me today? Now I'm here to tell you there's some things in this life, bad things will happen. So my question to you today, are you one that, amen, only is able to give God thanks when the blessing is coming? When everything's going good? Are you one that's able to give God thanks, amen, even, amen, when the trials of life are coming? Hello, somebody. 
Because I'm here to tell you today that it's the will of God for your life and for my life that we're able to give God thanks even when the tough things are happening in our lives. Even when we're going through some things in our lives. Hello, somebody. Even when we may have a little bit of lack in our lives. Even when our marriage may not be right where we want it to be at that moment. Hello, somebody. Can you still give God thanks today? Job was. Paul said, this is God's will. See, there's some people that the only time that they can give God thanks, amen, is whenever everything's when the blessing's coming. Amen. Let a little bit of adversity come in their life. Oh, God don't love me. God don't care about me. Hello. Now, I'm not saying that going through some challenges don't mean that it, it's not easy. It's not, it's not easy. Hello. If you've been through anything in your life, amen, it's not easy. And you're going to struggle some. And you're going to kind of question what's going on here. Hello. What, what, what's up? You start evaluating the situation. Do I need to repent? See, this is why it's important that you know who your God is. Are y'all with me today? So I don't know about you, but I want to be able to say that I'm one that can bless God and thank God. Amen. No matter what's going on in my life. See, there's a lot of people when things begin to go wrong in their life. Amen. They begin to blame God. God is good. Amen. You say, you know what, I don't know what's going on, Lord, and I don't know what, you know. But I know, amen, that you're going to bring me through this. Hello. I know you're going to show me something through this. I don't know if you, maybe y'all haven't ever been through nothing. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? See, being thankful when you're blessed... My next point is, amen, being thankful for blessings yet to come. So the first level is, amen, after the fact of the blessing, right? But the second is an anticipation of the fact of God's blessing. Hello. In other words, thanking God before a blessing is more difficult than thanking him after a blessing. Now, I'm going to tell you just, uh, the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And I know each and every one of you are men and women of faith. Hello. It's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. In other words, there are some things that hasn't manifested itself in our lives yet. Hello? There's some blessings that haven't been released into the natural, amen, into the physical where we can begin to see them. 
But you and I have got to be men and women of God that can begin to thank God for those blessings, even though they're still yet to come. See, whenever I pray, I pray to the Lord and I ask him concerning a situation. And then you want to know what my next prayer is after that? My next prayer is thanking him, amen, for letting it begin to happen and letting it manifest itself. Are y'all with me today? See, whenever uh, I first, when God began to reveal to me some of the things that he wanted to do in the ministry and, amen, some of the provision that he wanted to provide and so forth. Are y'all with me today? The first thing I did was pray to God and ask him. And then the second thing I began to do is thank God for it. Amen. Because I knew it was coming. Hello, somebody. See, it's real easy to thank God after the blessings are to hear, but what about thanking God, amen, when the blessings yet to come? See, God's going to release some blessings in your life. Hello. He's going to release some blessings in your life. I don't know what it may be. Maybe it's restoring your family. Maybe it's, amen, bringing you a wife or a husband. Hello. Maybe it's giving you your mind back. Amen, because you've lost it right now. Hello, because you burnt it up. I don't know. Are y'all with me today? So the first level is after the fact, but the second level is anticipation of the fact. So thanking God before a blessing is more difficult than thanking him afterwards. And so this is the second level in where faith and hope begin because it involves the unseen. Somebody say the unseen. See, there's some things that you may not be able to see right now. They may have not manifest themselves, but they're coming. Somebody say they're coming. <laughs> see, a lot of times we get impatient and we get discouraged and we say, oh, man, I guess God just isn't going to do that. I guess God isn't, uh, amen, going to fulfill that in our lives. Hello. I guess it just wasn't his will. Have you ever had God just really clearly speak to you concerning something? But then it took a little longer than you anticipated and you begin to question whether it was really going to happen. See, this is, this is about living a life of faith here. Hello. Because God has promised us blessings in the future. And we can thank him for these blessings even before we receive them or we experience them. I want you to learn how to do that. I want you to begin to learn how to thank God. For some things, even before they manifest. Anybody can thank God for something after they received it. But what about thanking God before you received it? God is good, amen? My third point right here is being thankful in the midst of difficulty. Hello. So it's easy to be thankful when you receive a blessing, amen, maybe you get a new job or you're healed from some sickness or when you're reconciled to a friend, anybody can be thankful in those situations. But what if the opposite happens? Hello. Hello. 
Are you thankful to God in the bad circumstances of life? That's my question for you today. Maybe when you lose your job. Anybody ever lost a job in here? And I'm not talking about because you were, you know, high. I'm talking about you just lost a job. Hello. Y'all were always high, huh? I'm trying to teach y'all something tonight, amen. <laughs> See, or when the doctor tells you that you have cancer, or how about when a close friend betrays you, mm. or somebody that you've invested in and loved. <laughs> You know, somebody has said this statement. They said, it's not life circumstances that determine the quality of our life, but how we respond to them. See, the question is, is how are you going to respond to the situations in your life? See, that's, that's what it's, it's about. How are we going to respond to what happens in our life? Anybody can respond with thanks when they're getting blessed. Anybody can respond to thanks when they get their visit approved. But what about when you get your visit denied? Are you cussing uh, the ministry and your uh, and God? Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Who said that? <laughs> God is good, amen. I'm trying to help somebody in here tonight. See, it's not life circumstances that determine the quality of our life. You got to grab a hold of this revelation here, amen. Otherwise, you're going to be up and down like a roller coaster. One day you're going to be thankful, the next day you're going to be defeated, discouraged, and bitter. We don't, we're not thankful to God for what he does. We're thankful for God for who he is. And I'm here to tell you, the Bible says that all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. So even in the midst of adversity, even in the midst of a challenging situation, if you're a child of God, there's going to be something good that's coming about it. I'm going to tell you that right now. You know, when I came into the home, I, amen, I had tore up my life. You know, I, 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 you know, did what drug addicts do with your family and everything else. Are y'all with me today? But how many of y'all know that through that, I come into the home and that was the very best thing that ever happened in my life. Hello. I fell in love with Jesus. I got delivered from drugs. I got equipped to do ministry. And now my whole life is blessed. Hello. That don't mean I don't go through something. I'm not blessed. Amen. Because of what I have, I'm blessed because I'm blessed. Hello. 
So you got to get this kind of mindset. You got to get this attitude. This has got to be your focus and in your heart. Anybody can be blessed when all the blessings are being poured out. Anybody can be thankful when everything is going right. But what about when everything ain't going so good? God is good, amen? First Thessalonians 4.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for your for you in Christ Jesus. And Paul doesn't say this. He doesn't say give thanks for all circumstances. Are y'all with me? But he says give thanks in all circumstances. And I'm not talking about one of them things where you're saying thank you Jesus under your breath. And really what you mean in this tell, tell everybody to fly a kite. I'm not talking about that where you're cussing. You know, thank you, Jesus, is a cuss word. Yeah, some of y'all know that. Hello. <laughs> y'all just learn new ways to cuss with religious words. I've been cussed out with the word thank you, Jesus, a few times by women. God is good, amen. Real quick, but what about a person who has no food on the table? Hello. Or who has just learned that he is dying? Or whose wife has just passed away? What about the man or woman whose burdens seem to be outweighing their blessings? How can that person be thankful? Hello. Well, I, I want to share something with you. The word thank and think come from the same root word, and thankfulness grows out of thoughtfulness. And so what I want you to realize out of that, the more that you think about what God has done for you or what he is doing for you or what he will do for you, the more that you're going to be filled with thankfulness. Can I get an Amen. See, that's why you can't forget where you came from. Hello, somebody. You can't forget when you were out there geeking and tweaking and busted and disgusted, tore up from the floor up. Hello, somebody. Nobody trusted you. God is good, amen. Or when you were lost, maybe you were just lost. Or maybe you were consumed with, with self. Are y'all with me today? See, I don't dwell on the past, but I also don't forget where I came from. Because if I forget where I came from, amen, I might begin to lose something called gratitude in my life. And I'm going to tell you right now, gratefulness is the key to everything. Paul said this, he said, I, he said I, I, I've, had, I've had much, I've had little, I've had lack, but I've learned to be content, amen? What is he content with? With the presence of God in his life. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? 
See, we're worshiping the blesser, not the blessing. So thankfulness grows out of thoughtfulness. Amen. So I'm going to tell you right now, you need to think about what God has done for you. Some of you shouldn't even be here today. Hello, somebody. Maybe you need to think about what he's doing for you right now. God is good, amen. The Lord is good. Let me go back to our scripture real quick. And I'm almost done. If I can find it. See, I want you to be able to be thankful in the blessing. Amen. Before the blessing. And even in the difficulty. You know, I believe that, you know, Job knew who his God was. See, that's why it's important for you to know who your God is. Amen. I'm going to read to you real quick once again in verse 16 of First Thessalonians chapter 5. Rejoice always. Somebody say rejoice always. Pray without ceasing and in everything give thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The next verse says, do not quench the spirit. Now, did you know that when you are ungrateful, how many of you know that quenches the spirit of God in your life? Somebody say, don't quench the spirit. God can't stand an ungrateful person. And gratefulness is what's going to keep you going. Gratefulness is what's going to keep you serving God. Gratefulness is what's going to keep you in the will of God. Gratefulness is what's going to keep you worshiping. Hello. If you lose your gratefulness, you're in big trouble. Are y'all with me? Somebody say, help me, Lord, to be grateful. He goes on to say, do not despise prophetic utterances, but examine everything carefully and hold fast to which is good. Abstain from every form of evil. And he goes on to say this in verse 23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the worship team, if you can come forward. He goes on to say, faithful is he who calls you and he also who will bring it to pass. I want you to grab a hold of this today, amen.
because I don't want you to be one of these people that is a fair-weather Christian. I don't want you to be one of these people that only worships when they feel like it. They only raise their hands when everything's going good. They only sing the songs of the Lord when they're, when they're, when they're feeling blessed. Hello. They only serve in God when God's blessing them. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to go through things in this life. You're going to deal with things. And your relationship with God can't be based on just the blessing. You know, when you're a young Christian, God will bless, he'll bless, he'll bless. You know what I'm saying? Win you over and build your faith and everything else. Hello? Are y'all with me? But you're going to deal with some things in your life. You're going to deal with some things. God's looking for those that can say, hey, you know what? Thank you, Lord. I don't understand this situation. I don't like this situation. Amen. But I can still give you thanks in this situation. Hello. For this is God's will, it says. This is his will. This is his will. Somebody say this is his will. So I just pray, amen, that you can be like Job. Even in the midst of your situation. That you don't grow bitter. Hello. That you don't grow bitter. There's some people when things go wrong, man, they, 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 they blame God. They walk away from God. And there's some people that can still say, you know what? Thank you, Lord. I know you're faithful. I know you love me. I know you save me. If, even if you don't do nothing else for me, God, you've done enough. Hello. Come on, stand to your feet. God's calling us to be thankful in every circumstance, in every situation. unexpected setbacks in life but God's promise that one day you're going to live in a perfect place you know John 14 and 1 says this do not let your hearts be troubled but trust in God trust also in me 
and in my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. But I'm going there to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. Romans 8 and 22 says, We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time, not only so, but we ourselves have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for the adoption of our sons. Let's go to the Lord right now and let's just ask Him to help us this morning, this evening. Amen. Let's ask Him to help us to be thankful in everything. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, just come and have your way in our lives, God. Father, no matter what circumstance we're in, no matter what situation we're in, Lord God, Father, I just pray, God, that you, God, help us, Lord, to be thankful in that situation. Oh, yes, Lord. Come, King Jesus. Come and have your way, God. Release an attitude of gratitude in our lives. Let us operate in faith, Lord God, and trust in you. And know that, Father, it may not be how we expect it to be today, but, Lord, you're a faithful God. If you would, just begin to pray in your own words this evening. Come on, just begin to stir up the Spirit of God in this house tonight. Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. Come on, let me just open up your mouths. Open up your mouths. Open up your mouths. Yes, just begin to thank Him in this place. In the name of Jesus, come Holy Ghost. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Ghost. 